Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up later in the show, we'll take a look at some more postseason basketball. But first, today's top stories. Representative Jeff Shipley, a Republican from Birmingham who represents District 87, gave a speech on the House floor on January 20th in which he referenced a parent in the Fairfield Community School District making a desperate plea for help for his son, then a sophomore at Fairfield High School. The parent addressed the school board via Zoom during a meeting in April of 2021. He ended his comment demanding some sort of voucher or school choice which could help his son get into a more accommodating school, Shipley said during his speech. Shipley said in his speech that this student should be getting ready for graduation this spring, but instead the student is awaiting trial for first-degree murder. Shipley encouraged his fellow House members and anyone listening to watch the video of the school board meeting where this parent spoke, turning his attention back to the legislator's push for school choice and especially and specifically the student's first act. Shipley said he knew this was a significant reform. Shipley did not use any names during his remarks, but it was clear that the murder he was referring to was that of Fairfield High School Spanish teacher Noema Graber in November of 2021. Two Fairfield teens were charged with murdering her, Willard Noble Chain Miller and Jeremy Everett Goodall. Goodall's father, Dean, was the parent who addressed the Fairfield School Board in April of 2021. Dean Goodall told the school board that he did not believe that requiring students to wear masks was effective and that did not cut down on COVID transmission. He argued that masks create a vector for disease, not a barrier. Goodall also told the board to consider the unintended consequences of its policy requiring masks. Dean Goodall ended his remarks to the school board by stating, Your mask policies have made me more supportive than ever for any and all legislation that diverts funds from this school district to parental choice and voucher options. Shipley said he was he has received a number of comments about his House floor speech after publications such as the Iowa Starting Line disseminated them. He said he was motivated to share Dean Goodall's comments about school choice because they were relevant to the debate in the legislature about the student's first act. Members of the Washington County Board of Supervisors balked at a funding request from Johnson County Tuesday morning for a geological survey of the Silurian Aquifer, which encompasses both communities but would focus on water supplies for cities to the north. The bill for over $7,600 was voted down in a unanimous decision by the three board members present for the meeting in Washington. Board member Richard Young said he was frustrated with the request for funds coming after the project was paid for, rather than in its early stages. At the budget work session last week, Supervisor Marcus Fedler said it wasn't clear from Johnson County's letter how the project would benefit taxpayers of its neighbors to the south. Following an underwhelming first attempt, former antique shop owner Wendy Mather and her friend Sarah Beth Carter gear up to launch the spectacular vendor show again this year. At the end of March 2022, Mathers and Carter attempted to put together this vendor show for the first time. According to Mathers, however, the first attempt did not go as they had hoped, with only five vendors of the 12 that signed up actually attending. Mathers said this year would be different. Currently, between 45 and 50 vendors signed up for the, for the show. Things to shop will include crafts, antiques, scentsies, Pampered Chef 31, barbecue sauces, soaps, Tupperware, and much more. Additionally, Pap's Best Dogs and more, Country Corner and El Gringo Loco will serve through the duration of the show. The Springtacular Vendor Show will open from 9 a.m. and be open until 6 p.m. March 4th at the Iowa National Guard Armory in Mount Pleasant. Members of the Washington School Board have unanimously approved a service trip opportunity for high school students to Guatemala in 2024. The trip involves the construction of one, a one-room house, climbing a volcano, and several other hands-on activities. However, Board President Troy Sugan expressed disappointment that students with physical disabilities would not be able to participate. He suggested exploring other inclusive trip options closer to the district. Although other members acknowledged Sugan's concerns, they also saw potential for growth in the, appro- in the approved trip. Science teacher Lydia Davis, who, focused, who proposed the trip, 
agree with Sukin, but had few alternatives to offer. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have your five-day forecast coming up. First, obituaries. Nicholas Adams Riley passed away on February 17th at the age of 45. A funeral service will be held at 10.30 a.m. February 23rd at the Traer Memorial Building. Overton Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Otho H. McDonald Jr. of Columbus Junction passed away on February 21st at the age of 85. A funeral service will be held at 1.30 p.m. February 25th at the Snyder and Hollenbaugh Funeral and Cremation Service. That was obituaries. It is now time for your five-day forecast. Today, it has been raining with a high of 39. Tomorrow, temperatures will remain in the 30s with a high of 37, along with partly cloudy skies. It will also be windy tomorrow with winds at 23 miles an hour. On Friday, the temperatures will drop below freezing to 30, and it will be cloudy. Looking at the weekend, temperatures will begin to rise back up on Saturday with a high of 45 and partly cloudy skies. Finally, on Sunday, it will be 51 and mostly sunny. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, 
There's changes again, and I'm gonna do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross. Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. And now, sports. Brought to you by Fairway. Members of Fairfield's senior class had never seen a boys basketball win over Washington. That is, until Monday night. After eight straight losses overall in two this season, the Trojans finally got a win in the Class 3A Substate 6 quarterfinals, beating Washington 57-51 to advance to the semifinals. Washington was led by Patterson, who closed the night out with 21 points, Madola scored 13, and in 6 had 10. The loss for the Demons spelled the end for a group of seven seniors, five of which are in the top six in scoring, including Patterson, who finishes his storied career with a final average of just under 20 points per game. Fairfield will now get to focus on a game Thursday at top seed in Newton. The winner will play the Mount Pleasant versus Solon winner four days later for a spot in the state tournament. The girls' bowling season came to an end last Monday as Mount Pleasant, Fairfield, and Washington all camped short in their prospective state qualifying meet. Mount Pleasant competed in the Class 2A qualifying meet held in Keokuk. The Panthers finished with a score of 2,295, good enough for fifth in the meet. Both Fairfield and Washington took in the Class 1A state qualifying meet at Louisa Muscatine. Fairfield and Washington came up just short of qualifying for state as Fairfield finished fourth with a total score of 2,036. Washington tallied a total score of 904 in the final meet. That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I will see you next time.